0: Welcome to Kinship, We're church sisters who share our discussions so that you're encouraged to deepen relationships in your local church.
1: Hi, my name's Bethany, and I'm here with Pam, Francis, and Alyssa, and today we're going to talk about date nights. Woo-hoo. So my question is, what is the most awkward or worst date you've ever had? Oh, good question. Ooh. Without naming any names. <laughs>
2: Accepted with your husband. Okay. <laughs> so mine's with my husband. So my very one of my very first dates with Jose. We were at Yard House eating dinner and he busted out his iPad in the middle of dinner to play his Jurassic Park game. No. And I just stared Jose. at him. Like, was this when you were married? This? No. We were this you is one of our dating? first dates, like uh, that we weren't boyfriend and girlfriend <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. He's, He's like, we, we love fat. you.
0: Jose, we love you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, it was very weird. So Did you confront him? I mean, I was like, who plays this game? And he said, you know, him and a few friends at the time. Of course, no one plays it now, but it was very odd that this man in his 20s was playing this game. Really, Jose? Come on.
0: (laughs) I have one. It wasn't with my husband. My sister, my my older sister, her coworker. And I was single, ready to mingle, I guess. And she was swearing by this guy, like, you have to meet him. He is awesome. He's so handsome and blah blah blah. And so sorta of just to get off off my back. I, I don't know if she listens to this, but if she does, I love you, sis. But anyway, <laughs> so I I said, Fine, I'll go out with this guy. So I did and it was the worst date ever. (laughs) I mean, he was nice, but I wanted like a intellectual conversation Mm. because I just like that. So I had a test, which was like, I can't remember what it was, but I was like, it was some current current event and i was like oh i'm gonna bring it up and see like how he does right and so we're sitting there having dinner it was great the dinner was great and then i started talking about like current events and like things just to see what he would say and it was like like there was nothing and i was like oh my gosh i want to go home right now it was just so awkward and weird and i was like thinking like why would my sister like say like i'm sure he was a great guy and it's a, her co-worker you know you get close to coworkers yeah. and you think they're the best but i just did not see what she saw and i was like okay no never again i'm not listening to my sister so that was probably Aww. the worst
1: last date with the guy
0: yeah thank
1: god i really can't think of anything i couldn't think of one either uh, what no I, I i was just gonna say um every date the first three months of my relationship with chris because i was so awkward i felt really? so nervous why? Yeah. Oh. Like one month in Chris had to have another talk with me because he thought I didn't like him because I was like basically friend zoning him Dang. because I was so nervous and we were already dating.
0: Nice. But Guarding I have say, your heart. my mm-hmm. friend did
1: the same thing and she just told me that she literally called her boyfriend friend <laughs> like <laughs> when they were dating. Nice. But yeah I just got really nervous and I shut down So, I mean, I made it awkward. It wasn't Chris. It was me. But, okay, so we're going to talk about date nights tonight. Not just the awkward ones, but good ones, too. But before we jump into that topic we had some feedback from our last episode from a sister in Christ and it was helpful feedback but we just wanted to address some of her questions okay so Alyssa you talked to her why don't you synthesize what her questions were so we can address them
2: okay sure um one of the questions she had was um if you have no kids uh, should you work or should you not work I say work Me too. If you got the time. I I
1: work. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Both Chris and I, we we don't have kids yet. I mean, I'm pregnant, but we don't have kids outside the womb and we both work and we come home. I mean, he comes home a little bit later, but it's like the same schedule. But I was just saying that I feel the responsibility of taking care of the home, whereas he feels responsibility of providing, but we both do both things. Like he helps me around the house. Obviously I help out with making money, but it's, feeling the ownership of that, I guess that responsibility. Yeah.
0: Right. And just having the freedom. I mean, if you want to stay home, you could also do that. I mean, Kelly did that. Mm-hmm. She wasn't working. She wasn't even pregnant. Like she just was like, I just want to stay home. And I think part of it was like their scheduling. Right. I can't remember the yeah, specifics. Yeah. Yeah. So she just wanted to see him more or something like that. Um, so, I mean, if you're asking our opinion, which I mean, it's worth two cents (laughs) yeah it's like do whatever you want like work don't work and just have the freedom and to the listener's point like obviously talking to your husband and seeing like if they're on the same page like does he want her to work or not
2: and then i know when we were recording pamela and i work but we would like to stay home but what if a woman wants to work is that a sin is that a sin (laughs) and could that be a preference even yeah like if you have kids is can they prefer to, to want, want to work yeah overseeing
0: home I'm and, and we touched on it on uh-huh. on the podcast but it's always good to reiterate what we already sort of touched on which was it's not a sin mm-hmm. that's what our stance is kinship here and we would say that there's space like there's space to work and want to work while you have children and i would just say like talk to your church obviously your husband but those are things that your local church can can support you with or yeah support you with encourage you or if they see something in your life that's a red flag then they should be the ones that bring it up yeah i would just say like there's definitely space for moms who want to work and like their job
2: and then one more question obviously it's very 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 expensive to live in california versus another state in the united states um would it would a woman be more of uh, faithful or sinning less per se if they were to move out more towards west or is it east sorry <laughs> into the
1: pacific ocean yeah. uh-huh. in a little boat <laughs>
2: i don't know my geography no. so. More neither, west. neither does she
1: no i do <laughs>
0: You want to touch on that one?
2: Yeah. Would they be more faithful to move east to buy a... Like,
1: is it not wise to live in California because it's so expensive? Exactly. I sometimes want to move east
3: so we can afford a house. But no, I don't think just because you live out east and don't have to work doesn't mean you're holier than us Californians who have to work. Yeah. It's just a matter of being wise with the situations or seasons that God has placed you in. And and where God is calling
0: you to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, to where God places you for mission. It's funny because PJ and I had a conversation in the car right before recording. We- and pj and i were talking through that same question and we just didn't bring it up because of timing and whatever but i was going back and forth with pj and i was like you know what like if you're going to be in california like what if you're a family that loves the church that you're in and you're growing your husband's growing you're growing your children like are reaping the benefits of your growth and it's expensive to live here but you're like you and your family are like you know what Like let's work, let's be here, let's pour into this church and these people, even though it's expensive, like let's just do it. And this is where God is calling us to. And it's funny because we didn't touch on it. But we were like, yeah, of course. Like if, like what Alyssa said. Like if God is calling you to that type of mission work, then that's what he's calling you to. So, yeah, definitely I I wouldn't say that someone is uh, wiser or a better mom if they move out of California. We need people here too. We need people sharing the gospel, especially in Los Angeles. It's so expensive living here. But it's like, imagine all the Christians leave. Like, no a dark place we need christians here even working moms for sure we need you guys and then so i just
2: want to add and designing a house in california ne- isn't necessarily an idol even though it could seem luxurious to some or it could become an idol we just have to do heart checks right before yeah. pretty much for everything, With everything. for every purchase yeah. so i know it just seems like normal life renting and buying and all that so
0: yeah and i mean if you're gonna like the mentality is you're using your home as a launching pad for the gospel so it's like wherever whether you're renting or whether you're trying to buy and there's so many things that you could do with the home and even with the home that you're buying so yeah i mean there's there's a lot of good stuff that comes from that that i don't see as being sinful or selfish
1: We appreciate feedback. We appreciate everyone who does contribute and email us and contact us because we realize that our views are very limited and we don't represent all the different types of women or all. But
2: and can't even fit all of our conversations. No, really we can't. And like
1: we listen to things and think, well, I could have said that better, or I wish now listening to that I had. Added more to this or nuanced it better, but I mean, again, the purpose of our podcast is just to spur on these discussions. So we're always thankful when people do respond and give us more things to think about. Thank you, sister. That yes. was super helpful. Okay, so moving on to the topic, date nights. Um, which at first I was like, "What are we going to talk about?" <laughs> just like great date we're night married. ideas. Why date? <laughs> So okay, so my first question is okay. We're all married here, so I think it's going to be more from the married side versus single dates, but we can touch on that too. But are date nights necessary for a marriage? I mean, we spend a lot of time with our spouses doing a lot of things. What's the point of a date night? Is it even
3: important? I think it's important to go on a date night, um, especially for us with kids. If we didn't intentionally go on a date, I would not be without my children. We would always be together, all four of us. So it's a good time for us to spend time looking in each other's eyes and not like trying to feed our babies or making not be sure distracted. Yes, uh-huh, just the two of us but I don't know what that looks like for someone who, who doesn't, doesn't have, have kids, kids. I don't yeah remember. I
1: mean I think even though we don't have kids there's so many distractions anyways even if it's just like a tv show or dishes or being on our phone whatever mm-hmm. like it's just if it's not intentional like having that intentional time set aside for like okay we're gonna be paying attention to each other it makes it's so much different and it helps to get you out of the routine and just be more intentional with your conversations and everything so i mean there's plenty of distractions with kids but there's distractions without kids too yeah
2: and i think just with the busyness and the hustle and bustle you can get caught up in just functioning together without getting to know one another deeper and spiritually and you guys are changing all the time too god is teaching you new things you're discouraged one day you're encouraged another you have you learn how to to edify one another when you go on date nights and learn how to love one another and serve each other better. I think that's so key in marriage because we're not a constant people at the time and we need more love sometime. We need different attention in hard places. So,
0: yeah. Yeah, I would say date nights help me sort of shut down from like mom mode because I feel like mom mode is like 24 seven and the reminder of like, wait, like I am a wife first. So just reminding myself like I need that shut down time to focus on PJ and him focus on me and even the conversations I could see in us that it switches like because there's everyday conversations and even there's everyday talk and spiritual talk and God talk but it's different when it's actually just him and I being intentional and actually just focusing on each other and our relationship with the Lord together or separately. So I mean the conversation is just different. It's more intentional and precise and I like that
2: and it's also fun and silly it is. yeah we recently switched jobs so now we get to carpool work and that's one hour each way without the baby and now I get to sit in the front and just hold his hand and Aww. just we now we, we just carpool have that together? yes yeah, so I, I drop him that. off and I go to work it's so good it's really so now we get to talk about a lot of stuff and then we laugh and we sing songs we just don't have time we don't have a lot of time for that anymore and so it's sweet to have that fun side of our marriage in that in those two hours
1: yeah I was gonna say like once you get married it's not like the romance has to end or should end and not like the husbands have won their prize and now there's nothing more to get to know about their Mm -mm. wives like they should still be pursuing Mm -hmm. their wives yeah
2: they're our best friends so we want to do that
1: i was gonna say going back to what you were saying francis about it gives you that intentionality how do you what do your date nights look like like how do you make it intentional do you ask each other certain questions or is it just kind of spontaneous but how do you keep it intentional without it just being like a hangout
0: yeah but i think it's okay to just hang out with your husband first for sure. Yeah, I think it's both. It's the, we just are spontaneous. So whatever is on our minds, but then we usually have the question of like, how can I grow as a husband? How can I grow as a father? And then for me, um, how can I grow as a wife? And how can I grow as a mom? So those are like the two typical questions we try to ask each other. Does
1: it ever turn into a fight?
0: (laughs) I'm sure there could be, like the tension has risen on a few occasions, but just being mindful of, of like, okay, I'm going to ask this question and I need to be humble like god humble me right now so already knowing like okay this conversation could go sideways real fast if i'm not careful and if i'm not like leaning on the lord so yeah there there is a self-awareness of defense mechanisms going up but yeah i mean those those are the type of questions that are really helpful and then sometimes i'm like spring-loaded i've like written stuff down that i've like observed of him and i'm like okay i need to tell him this because i've seen it within the past month like three four times so for people hearing that, that could be like, what? Like you keep track? Like what happened? Like love keeps no records of wrong. But pe- my husband wants to know, so it's different. Like it's different if you're you're talking- attacking him. No, I'm not attacking him, and I know my husband. I know he wants to know those things, so he's very welcoming of that. And so if he's gonna be welcoming with that, like I know, be welcoming of that, you know. So do you
1: think that the husbands should initiate the date nights? Like do you think? Because I know husbands are leaders. Do you think that that falls into the role of leadership or do you think wives can initiate date nights too? It would be nice. Oh, no,
3: it is nice when Aaron does initiate date nights. It's like, oh, like you want to date me. Like, that's really sweet. He's pursuing me. But at the same time, us as wives were their helpers and sometimes they're like tired from work or tired from taking care of the kids. So it's also on us to help them when we need those dates or
0: times to be wooed.
3: Like, hey, let's go on a date somewhere.
0: I like I like when my husband initiates dates and he knows that. So in our home, it's more of like PJ is the one that is figuring out babysitters or if we need one. And usually he'll ask um, like where I want to go. But I I really like the like him initiating because I have like I can't. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just like, I, I can't, I can't do it. And uh, actually, that's not true. Like, I've done it. And recently, I actually did spur him and say, hey, you know, like, we need to go out on a date. So that was nice, too. But again, I mean, I'm open to both. If there's times where I need to say it, I'll say it. And if there's times that he already has it prepped, then that's just a treat for me. So I'm both. Like intimacy. Yes, like intimacy. It just
2: had to come it back did. there. <laughs> yeah. Eventually. <laughs>
0: <A bunch> of- <laughs>
1: okay so if date nights are so great why don't they happen <laughs> like what are the things that prevent them from happening because when you're dating you always go on dates like you do. it's easy and then once you get married yeah it's a lot harder so what do you think like what are the things that come up that prevent you guys i guess personally from going on dates
2: all right there's like a, a like a few things that come to my mind so i think number one this isn't like a priority thing in my head but number one is money how much do we spend if we were to go out on a date okay so like let's stop there money
1: so how how do you, how do you handle that? that? Do you budget? Do you?
2: what do you do to Jose and I personally have a budget for our eating out together money and I have to say to me it's quite high Jose has no problem with going out to <laughs> eat with me so <laughs> so we really They'll have go to go out to in. eat with
0: or without you
2: yes <laughs> with or without so that is just on my mind personally like should I go out to eat no I should go out to have a date with my husband so we do budget for it but it's just picking on what type of setting or what type of food we want is also interesting also I feel like it's caused like hangry fights too if someone has a more particular taste in whatever food they want then it'll cause like a fight trying to pick a place but (laughs) that's for another time
1: (laughs) or you could go on cheap
2: dates too that's true we've done house dates Uh yeah like where the
0: kids just I need them to go down really early and then PJ and I just hang out in the house I mean it could be both sometimes because I'm home all day like I want to go out Mm -hmm. yeah so it's like I need to go out but there's other times where like if money is tight or we didn't find a baby babysitter or we just want to stay home and watch some like a movie together like I like doing movie nights so we'll watch a show or a movie and it's still very sweet and although for me personally trying to get those intentional conversations are harder but it still could happen so it's not a matter of just because we're in the house like you could still do it but for me my mental because like I'm in the same environment like it's helpful for me to not be in the same environment to
2: help get you out of that mindset yeah
0: But I mean, you could do it. So it's, you could do super cheap dates.
2: I was going to say, that's my second barrier is actually making my brain think, trying to be intentional. I have to be thinking and considering someone else and asking them intentional questions. Sometimes my brain does want to naturally shut off because it's been on all day at work or on on taking care of the baby or what have you so I, or busy running around doing chores so I would like to just eat and just you know do silly talk but sometimes those intentional conversations are more difficult and I think in finding a babysitter is also difficult. Yeah I was gonna ask a babysitter is expensive.
0: Not and for so... us. <laughs> right so that's what, what I was, I was gonna never say the Valencia is so sad. I pay them with food. <laughs> you do before
1: <laughs> You have more than overpaid us. Uh, no. But like what are I was thinking that's where church family comes in like the local church get free babysitters we just did that
2: we're canceling our amc pass and we were like all right it expires in one month let's get every babysitter this month and just go watch movies together from the church so it's yes, free from the church we asked all, a lot yeah. of the single members dude, babysitting
1: is expensive like. it is, it is. I mean, I worked as a babysitter. Yeah, you get, I Now I think about it, I'm like 50 bucks, 60 bucks for one night, na- just for the babysitter.
0: So how do you guys feel about this? Because I've heard both sides, like pain, even if they're from your church. That's always been like something, because you also like want to bless them if they're giving you time, their time. But then like going back, like, what, would, what if they want to bless you? Like, so do you offer or do you leave it up to them? Do you already say like, hey, we can't pay you. Well, I feel like maybe if it's a young person who really needs the money, that'd be different.
1: But if it's someone who's just like has the time and they want to help out, I feel like it depends on the situation. Or what if it's like another married couple and you swap kids, you know? Yeah. That's
0: another way That's of the
1: doing best. it. Yeah. Okay. So babysitting is a barrier, or finding a babysitter, possibly paying them. For me, letting my pride down and not wanting to initiate
3: the date. Sometimes I'm like grumbling mm, in mm, my mm, heart, mm, like mm, I want to go on a date. Why aren't you asking me on a
0: date? But really, <clears throat>
3: yeah. But I don't want to be the one to be like, I want to go on a date because I want to feel pursued. But sometimes, again, we have to be the helpers and ask for a
0: date. Mm. Another barrier would be um, trust. So if you do have babysitters, but you just don't trust them because of just right now with like sexual abuse and everything, that's just really hard to just allow you know i'm not saying anyone into your home but even if it is a church member like still just feeling like do i really know you like for us we have conversations with our kids about touching and appropriate um if the person is making my kids feel feel uncomfortable uncomfortable. so we do have those type of topics that we talk about and we even talked about it on the episode where my story where we talked about my story and safeguarding our children too so it's interesting too because i think some friends and family would worry of like who we let in our home because you know like our home is pretty open but if you're not i mean if you're not a believer then it could be weird and awkward that you're just allowing people to babysit your kids who you who they perceive like do you even know them so just being aware of that too like yeah like people can prey on your children so being aware of that and at the same time like not being where you're crippled by it like where you feel like
1: you can't leave your kids yeah like with anyone
0: right yeah right So having that balance I think would be a barrier or not having that balance would be a barrier.
1: Another one I thought of was just like busyness. And um, I was reading an article and the author said, our American culture pushes workaholism, is that how you pronounce that? And child centeredness in such a way that marriage is often left on the back burner. So just thinking about like, do you feel like you never have time? Why don't you feel like you have time? What's taking up your time right now? Are you just, are you prioritizing even kids over your marriage? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I feel like that's a constant battle. Like, okay, I need to make time here cause this is important.
1: And that falls into then planning your dates, which was the other objection. Like if it's not romantic, if it's not spontaneous, but like, it's fire. not gonna fire happen
0: because- fire on that hell. <laughs> sorry I just go Francis preach it <laughs> talk about sex I know you want I to <laughs> I was literally
2: saying that That's was like just oh, uh, like intimacy I sex. <laughs> just <laughs> like intimacy I mean, we've literally had that argument before uh, like planning but spontaneous yeah
0: oh trust me it could still be red hot if it's scheduled if it's planned, <laughs> if it's planned. <laughs> red <laughs> hot <Yeah>. people <laughs> just saying just saying <laughs>
1: Yeah, you say it. <laughs> You'll just go. Just get it all out. And then the last one I thought of is just lack of I don't wanna say passion, but just like feeling like you already got the girl. So, like, why even try? Yeah. And which is like, like a passivity. Lack, of love, mm-hmm. lack of love for your spouse. Just not even caring Or like anymore. lack of
2: conversation topics. I feel like sometimes people get stuck on just talking about the kids or other
0: stuff. And it's not like, focusing on your spouse. Yeah, Even people, like, I guess another barrier could be, like, you don't have fun on your dates. So, it's like, yeah, we why did it. Why would I want to? Yeah, which is sad. And, and it's something you definitely should talk about if you're not having fun on your dates. Or if you don't want to go on a date. With your spouse that's something that needs to be worked through um yeah that's important
2: all right so any good date night ideas yeah i think any time to go out to eat and sit down for an hour and a half to be able to talk in between meals. maybe where music
3: is not blasting
2: yes
1: a walk going on a walk is a nice mm, day how about this <laughs>
0: Oh gosh. I'm ready for <laughs> it. I don't know. I want to can... sing, but it's so stupid. I don't know. <laughs> There's a song that says, uh <laughs>
1: <laughs> "The mic is yours." That says,
0: "I want to lay you down on a bed of roses." Oh! Do you remember that song? Yes. Bon Jovi. I want to lay. There it, <laughs> there it is.
2: Wait. So you suggesting? For people to be laid down on a bed of roses? Yeah, but no, like anywhere. I mean, no, not. I mean, yes, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Wait, are you seriously are you suggesting this like is doing that? Roses <laughs> and put them on the bed? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> dude, <laughs> we're all just we smell good.
1: <laughs> they smell good. Wait, so when we babysit your kids, <laughs> <laughs> you go on a date? Like like them, oh my God, God, roses! I, we'll be back okay
0: and <laughs> uh, we go upstairs That's no your- you <laughs> floor no. <laughs> no i'm saying like if you're not gonna go out and you're gonna stay in mm-hmm. then that should be part of the have you done- okay yeah well better roses like i haven't done that in a long time you've done but you have done that i don't know if it was a better of- i think it was a trail of roses oh it was a trail of roses fancy oh, Wow. Yeah. That is. I'm just out. saying, like, wouldn't that be
1: an encouraging date night? No, so like, a little, go out to dinner, go for a walk, lay on The better
2: <laughs> Or I think fun things like going to a concert or um, something like that where you have the car rides to have the com- intentional conversation and then.
0: The better roses. And,
2: <laughs> and then enjoying the fun part of like a concert or go, going. To, On a weekend somewhere, or yeah,
1: I feel like even just doing something like let's go get ice cream together, you know, like it doesn't have to be a big over the top thing, but like it could be which is easier when you don't have kids because you can just go do that, you know. Mm -hmm.
2: We also like playing board games at home too, just us two, so we'll play cards or something on the couch and be have a little bit competitive (laughs) spirit,
0: (laughs) and then the bed of roses (laughs) after, (laughs) after the cards.
2: What do you think about the cell phone rule? Um, out and uh, do you do you struggle with having it out? Like unless I yes. you have younger kids,
0: it makes me mad. We struggle. Yeah, I would say there's a struggle with that in our home. So just being mindful, like when we go out, like okay, we shouldn't be looking at our phone, and it's helpful because he has. Ringtones for the church family, and that's usually the one that's always like a oh, I need an answer. But now, when, we, when he hears it, he knows like, okay, they could leave a message. So, yeah, we turn
3: on our phones on silent unless we have like a young one that needs
0: attention. Yeah, that's our problem is that the kids need you know to get a hold of us. But, yeah, do you have that problem, Bethany? Or how do you what's yeah. your solution?
1: well it's hard because we both abuse our phones i feel like and i notice it when <laughs> i only notice it when he's on his phone mm, or course. Now, mm-hmm. and then it annoys me but yeah it's hard like you are talking about something and then you're like oh i'm gonna look that up you know and then it just goes on from there so it's hard we've never set a rule but i feel like it would be helpful
0: what do you guys do Alyssa?
2: um we try not to use our cell phones on dates but here's our challenges on car rides sometimes the other person the passenger Uh looks at their phone yeah and so that's challenging actually for both of us is being able to help the driver you know and engage the driver so we're always convicted we're we're always rebuking each other actually yeah Yeah, like you bethany yeah sorry, I want to add one. Um, I have a question. What are good questions to ask your spouse when you're on a date outside of what Francis said?
3: Uh, We talk about how we've been encouraged by each other as husband, wife, parents, workers, church members, like how we can grow in those areas as well.
1: Yeah, I think it was similar to what i mean not the mom and dad but how could i grow as a wife how could chris go as a husband sometimes we just try to ask each other like random questions that you think you know about the person but maybe you don't you know like Like, what like i forget like what's your favorite restaurant or what's you know know. like just stuff like that that and it changes your first date Mm -hmm. and then it's like oh i don't really know you know just trying to still get to know the person as if because there's still a lot to know about your husband even though you're already married to them
0: one thing that's been really sweet with pj is he writes me poetry which i would encourage you husbands out there i mean if you're not poetic or whatever but just doing like you know like if you are into some kind of art form or pam like some math equation that you want to solve
1: for (laughs) Aaron,
0: like you know like you could be more romantic in that way. It doesn't have to just be a date and that's it. Like it's nice to insert little little tokens little in there extra of love. Something. Yeah, like once in a while like a homemade gift or a something card you bought or a card. No. Yeah, so I really appreciate those sweet um, gestures. So Ditto. and then I I need to be mindful for me like oh yeah, I should do this for him.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah to add to that should husband's be the one i know we said it'd be awesome that they would initiate the dates but should they be the ones initiating the intentional questions and kind of setting the tone for the date or should cuz i Feel, at least in my opinion women can uh i don't know if we talk more or our conversations flow um, more often um so i have a million questions on my head but i feel like men have to try a little bit harder at least my husband does to, <laughs>
0: Alyssa, you have to a think. million questions like I know. all my the time just, just,
1: just <laughs> like,
0: you sleep on a million questions yeah you wake you with a
1: million
0: questions it's true 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 true
1: so should that sit the tone <laughs> <laughs> with
3: their questions? I think it's the same as initiating date nights. Like it would be nice, but sometimes they need help to like kind of figure out mm-hmm. the pattern of how conversations should go.
2: Is it a date fail if they can't come up with questions? And and like the woman is no. Like, I mean, and, everything okay.
3: every time is a learning opportunity for yeah. them yeah. and for us.
2: Mm-hmm. And knowing that that's your
1: gift, Alyssa. Not everyone's brain works as well in that area, yes. I mm-hmm. All right, that's all the time we have for today folks. <laughs> <laughs> we are all done. It is late and I need to sleep.
0: And I need a party.
3: Oh boy. City's Francis
0: oh, is <laughs>
1: She's finally out waking up Woo-hoo! on a date. So we realized last week we did I not say anything? Are <laughs> we supposed to say something Okay, so last time we didn't talk about how one we have each a, a Gmail an email. What I is happening right
3: that now? That's time for baby. <laughs> Woo! Baby.
1: Podcast at gmail.com. So please email us if you have any feedback, any great date night ideas, or yeah, any questions, comments, concerns, email us. We have an Instagram. Follow us. Like our stuff. Do we have a Twitter. Yes, we do. We Twitter, we have a Facebook <laughs> and an Instagram. Shout out to Erin. For the new music. <laughs> Did and you hear that me. little intro in between? Yeah, you, that is so it's good. Like, right? What's it called though? What's is that called an intermission? Intermission. don't know. Get this girl out. Thanks, Pam, for editing all, all the stupid stuff in the house. Obviously, And all the sex stuff. No. I always, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. well, oh. Let's just end it right there. Alright, <laughs> <laughs> bye. 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 bye.